Well, good afternoon and welcome to Treasures of the Heart. This is Pastor Lou Ann, and we are here in the middle of March. So we are moving, marching right through the month, and looks like we're going to be having some decent warm weather. I hope that you'll get to enjoy it. I hope that this week has gone well for you, but if it has not, take heart, my friend. God is still working on your behalf. There are times when we don't sometimes feel God with us, but we can trust his heart because the word of God says nothing, absolutely nothing can separate us from the love of God. So we know that he is with us. He's with us now. I feel his presence even as I am sharing with you this afternoon. Now, I hope that eventually some of you are going to get back to church. Maybe you've been vaccinated more in your church are being vaccinated and, you know, you're still wearing masks, but at least you feel like you can gather maybe again, keeping that social distance, uh, but still feeling that there's hope now. There's light at the end of the tunnel. My husband and I got our uh, second shot. Uh, he got Moderna and I got Pfizer, but we both did so well. And we pray that if you have yet to get your vaccine, that you will do so and that God will bless you and that you will have minimal side effects and feel better about being, being protected. But, you know, today uh, it's kind of bittersweet for me because, you know, it's exciting that we get to the end of the book of Revelation today. But at the same time, I'm kind of uh, sad in a way that this study of the book of Revelation is coming to an end. But um, but it is a great end, you know, because the back of the book says we win and the enemy loses, death loses, hell loses, evil loses. We win. Peace wins. Hope wins. Joy wins. Salvation wins. You know, our redemption is drawn nigh and we are now able to be with the Lord forever and forever and forever. So I want you to get your Bibles out. And when you get a piece of paper, if you want to write some things down, and if you're driving, pull over, listen to this, because you want to know the back, the end of the story, right? I mean, we've been through 21 chapters in the book of Revelation. Here is our last chapter, chapter 22. So if you will, we're going to read this together and rejoice together in the name of the Lord. So let's begin with verse 1 of the book of Revelation, chapter 22. And my Bible calls this the river and the tree of life. And he showed me a river of the water of life, clear as crystal, coming from the throne of God and of the Lamb. I mean, I know so many people who love to go to Bermuda or the Bahamas or whatever it might be, the Gulf, because they love the clear water where you can see uh, you know, so far down. And it's great to see that purity, that clean, you know, water. And so can you imagine that this is crystal clear coming from the throne of God and of the Lamb in the middle of its street, verse two, and on either side of the river was the tree of life bearing 12 kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. So I believe that even today, our nations need healed. Amen. 
And there's always that lingering threat out there of nuclear war or World War Three, but that's going to be over by the time we get here. And um, But that there's nations that have struggled for so long. You know, we can partake of whatever the Lord has for us, yielding its fruit every month, and the leaves of the trees are for the healing of the nations. Thank you, Jesus, because we continue to pray that our nation is healed. Verse 3, and there shall no longer be any curse. You see, the world, the earth is still under a curse. It has yet to be redeemed. It is moaning and groaning and waiting for its redemption whenever the thorns no longer rise up with the good. You know, wherever uh, there is danger, it's eliminated and the waters and everything will be made new. So we are so wonderful about that. And it said, verse 3, And there shall be no longer any curse, and the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it. Can you imagine? And his bondservants shall serve him. We get to be right there serving Jesus, but he's going to be with us this time. We'll get to see him and love on him and show him how much we love him. Verse 4, And they shall see his face and his name shall be on their foreheads. Can you imagine? We are sealed with the name of Christ on our forehead. The name of Jesus, the name that is above every name, the name that someday every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and beneath the earth. One day we will all worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and his name will be sealed on our forehead forever and forever to know that we belong to him you know, there are so many people in this world right now who don't feel that they belong to anyone or that they don't care to, uh, you know, any, no one cares about them. They feel forgotten. They feel alone. They feel abandoned. They feel neglected. And here we have the Lord who says, no, you are marked and you are mine. You are adopted into the kingdom of God and forever you will be with me. And so what a day of rejoicing that will be for those who have been faithful to the end and have gone through those difficult times on this earth. Now, to be able to rest in the love and acceptance and forgiveness of Jesus Christ and the Father and the Holy Spirit. What a day, my friends, that will be. Verse 5, And there shall no longer be any night. And we don't have to worry about daylight savings times, right? There'll be no more night. And they shall not have need of the light of a lamp, nor the light of the sun, because the Lord God shall illumine them, and they shall reign forever and ever. Now, think about this, mostly because, I mean, we use electricity now. We use, you know, the elements in our world, in our universe, the sun, the moon, you know, all to give us light, the stars. But there's no need for that anymore. None. Zero. Zilch. There's nothing that we need because the Lamb and God are so bright that that will light the, the new world that we are going to be in. Now, remember when Moses went on the mountain and was there, you know, with God for 40 days, right? 40 nights. He was up there. When he stepped down, the people couldn't look on his face. It shone so brightly. He had to put a veil over his face, the people couldn't even look at Moses, a mere human being like we are. Just because he spent that kind of presence in the Lord, he glowed because of being in the presence of the Lord. And here it says, you know, can you imagine? We're going to be sealed with Jesus. We're going to be illumined by the Lamb and God. We're going to be bright like lights. Verse 5, and there shall no longer be any night. So we read that. Now let's go to verse 6. And he said to me, 
These words are faithful and true, and the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, sent his angel to show to his bondservants the things which must shortly take place. Red letters, Jesus now, the Lord, is saying this, And behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who heeds the words of the prophecy of this book. Verse 8, And I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I heard and saw, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed me these things. And he said to me, Do not do that. I'm a fellow servant of yours and of your brethren, uh, the prophets, and of those who heed the words of this book. We're all servants of God, even the angels. Verse 10, it's called the final message. And he said to me, Do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book. For the time is near. Let the one who does wrong still do wrong, and let the one who is filthy still be filthy. Let the one who is righteous still practice righteousness, and let the one who is holy keep himself holy. Verse 12 and 13 are red letters, meaning coming from the Lord. Behold, he says, Jesus, I am coming quickly. My reward is with me to render to every man according to what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes that they may have the right to the tree of life and may, now this is not, this is back in the black letters again in verse 14. But blessed are those who wash their robes, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter by the gates into the city. So, I mean, the Lord is saying, you know, hey, before this comes, keep doing, you know, what the world's doing. It just goes on and on. It does what the world does. But you're being righteous. Keep on being righteous because one day I am coming and we are going to be together forever. So we got to verse 14 and then 15. And this is kind of a key verse, if you will. And 16 is in red letters. Outside are the dogs and the sorcerers and the immoral persons and the murderers and the idolaters and everyone who loves and practices lying. Verse 16, red letters. Jesus says, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, come, and let the one who hears say, come, and let the one who is thirsty come, let the one who wishes take the water of life without cost. I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of the book. If anyone adds to them, God shall add to him the plagues which are written in the book, don't add or take away anything from this Bible, from the book of Revelation, especially you do not want to do that. This is written and it is set and it is sealed and it will happen exactly the way that God wants it to happen. Verse 19, and if anyone takes away, write these words, that's what he said of the prophecy, God's going to take away his part from the tree of life. I mean, this must be big stuff, right? If, you know, let's read 19 again. This must be very important to the Lord that we don't change anything. It was given to us, you know, this prophecy, this future prophecy of what's going to happen. And he said, don't add to, don't take away. And so verse 19 says, if anyone does take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the tree of life. Oh my goodness sakes. Well, we don't want that, right? And from the holy city, which are written in this book. 
And the verse 20, and then 21 is our last verse. He who testifies to these things says, now this is the Lord in red letters is saying to you, yes, I am coming quick. And now we're back to the black letters again. John is concluding this book of Revelation with these words. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Amen. Now, before we close our time, I do want to go back to verse 15, and I want to highlight that for you and maybe explain to you just a little bit, because it says, outside are the dogs. Now, we have the New Jerusalem that came down, you know, with God, the Lord, the Holy Spirit. So, but he says, outside are the dogs and the sorcerers and the immoral persons and the murderers and the idolaters and everyone who loves and practices lying. And you're thinking, well, what does that mean? Where are they? And why are they Why are they outside the city gates? Well, they are outside, obviously, because they were not allowed in. But remember, we read that they are in the lake of fire. Now, you know, when we're going to be with Jesus forever and ever, and we're going to be alive, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. So, that means that it goes on forever. Well, don't think because they're thrown in the lake of fire, they're going to die and have no longer any torment, that there's no eternity for those who go to hell. Well, of course there is. I mean, you want to talk about the ultimate of torment is to end up in hell, your soul lost forever, never, ever, ever, ever getting out and living in that torment forever because you chose not to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Ouch! I mean, that's going to be... I mean, damnation to its extreme. So, you know, if you're doing evil, I would say you need to turn your life around. You're doing drugs. You're you're engaged in alcoholism. You read the scriptures, my friend. It'll tell you what sins are there, and you can check to see if you're committing them. But my time is running, and I want to close with the end of the book, not only of Revelation, but Isaiah, who prophesied this ending hundreds of years before it was written. But listen to what Isaiah said in verse, this is the last chapter, 66 of the book of Isaiah, prophesying. For just as the new heavens and the new earth, which I make will endure before me, declares the Lord, so your offspring and your name will endure. And it shall be from new moon to new moon and from Sabbath to Sabbath, all mankind will come to bow down before me, says the Lord, then they shall go forth and look. Now pay attention. Remember about that what's on the outside. <clears throat> and it doesn't, you know, it's showing that they're on the outside. They don't get to come in. So Isaiah says, they shall go forth and look on the corpses of the men who have transgressed against me. For their worm shall not die. Their fire shall not be quenched. And they shall be an abhorrence to all mankind. So perhaps that means, my friends, that when we leave the city gates and all things new, we're going to see and be reminded that those who are evil are forever tormented. I can't work, do this any longer. I'm, I'm running out of time. But God bless you. I can't wait till we start something new, getting ready for Palm Sunday and Easter. This is Pastor The Way In with Treasures of the Heart.